This is According to Callus. And we're back. It's January 1st. The new year is upon us. And might I say, Happy New Year. Welcome back. Uh, as you may know, I finished out the year with a couple of best of episodes. We wrapped up a little short, uh, you might be a statist. I skipped Friday. I just wanted to get a good break in. I, you know, kind of had to have some refreshment, kind of had to deal with some family stuff and, uh, all is well. Uh, we're in a good place and, uh, we're going to carry on. We're going to keep, uh, moving forward here at according to Kellis. And, uh, I got to tell you, I'm quite excited. Welcome back. Uh, we finished out the year with a little over 61,000, um, listens, um, translating over around 350 episodes, um, somewhere in the neighborhood of 180, uh, listens per episode, depending on who and how that math is done. It's all good. Um, because I will assure you the first hundred so episodes in no way had that many listens. The last several weeks of the year, I was averaging north of 500 listens per episode. That means we're growing. We're getting the word out. We are making an impact. So I know I kind of hinted at a few things at the tail end of last year. So let me talk about what to expect coming up. Well, I plan on continuing with the uh, schedule of Monday through Friday, uh, have an episode out no later than five o'clock. Uh, occasionally <laughs> there are just other responsibilities to get in the way. Uh, that usually means that I'll end up pre-recording probably about two episodes a week, uh, you know, a day ahead of time or two days ahead of time, just to allow me to make sure that I stay on top of my responsibilities as well as getting new episodes out. I am still trying to figure out the best way to accomplish having a um, co-host or a guest with me um, once a week. Uh, not sure we're going to be ready to pull that off until the end of uh, January, but we are looking at ways that that could be done. I'm pretty excited to see how we're going to be able to pull this off. And, uh, well, what what other things are coming up? Well, as you may know, there's a significant election going on in the uh, city of McKinney uh, coming up in May. That means that we'll be talking about the school board and the city council multiple times between now and May. Now, I've tried to make it my normal practice to focus on principles, on specific issues, and stay in tuned with the idea that we care more about issues than personalities. But I got to tell you, at times, it's just a big challenge to ignore some of the stuff that goes on. And that can very easily turn into personal um, conversations. So in the interest of uh, what I think is best for the show, what is best for me as a person, I'm going to do my best to stay out of that. Um, avoid the name calling, avoid um, personalizing political um, issues as much as I can. But let's be honest, there are a lot of things politically that are personal. 
You can't ignore it completely. You can't pretend that there isn't a cost, an individual cost to some of the things that happen here in the state of Texas, in Collin County, in McKinney. The interesting thing is that translates across the board. You know, people spend a lot of time being concerned about what goes on in D.C. They spend a little bit more time, or I should say, a little less time about what goes on in Austin. I guess what I'm trying to say is they spend the majority of their time focused on the thing that they can't control. They spend less time on something that is plausible to have some input or a, a, a little bit of control and almost completely ignore the things that are right out our back door that we can have the most amount of influence and control over. And again, this is a reoccurring theme. I've going to revisit this as much as necessary to remind people that the closest election to you is the school board. It's the city council. I mean, even the commissioner's court. These are things that are county level and below that we have a direct impact on how things happen. And it seems silly to me that we don't spend more time talking about that. We don't spend more time being involved in these very issues that, quite frankly, are very important and have a direct impact on what goes on in our lives. So I'm going to keep revisiting that. I, I, <laughs> I find it necessary to repeat and repeat again to get the message out. Now, some of the other things we want to do. As you may know, there will be some uh, upcoming events this next year. Uh, some of them will be uh, interesting, I'm sure, whether it's uh, court opinions or court action or specific lawsuits. And it is my hope to have access to individuals that will be willing to speak on those specifics on some of those. The reason being is I, I think... Sadly, we just don't get a good feedback from a lot of local issues by uh, any of the media. They have a vested interest, apparently, at pretending those things aren't happening. They're not doing anybody any favors. We need to know what's going on. We need to stay aware of what's going on. And quite frankly, I want to move back past this so-called right-left dichotomy. There's there's a certain segment of our society that feels like if the story they're getting doesn't exactly track with what their personal opinion is, then somebody's lying to them or somebody's not being truthful or they're being unfair. And while that may be true in certain instances, particularly on things that are controlled by big tech, there are plenty of opportunities to get additional information out. There are are avenues. And I want to I want to go that direction. I want to make a concerted effort to open up this channel, this show to individuals that have specific information. And rather than beating up on individuals, again, I want to stick to the issue. Stick to the principle that that's in, at play here. I want to make the most of local access. You know, once upon a time, Dallas-Fort Worth used to have a couple of really good local talk shows. 
a lot of them did spend quite a bit of time on national issues or at least statewide issues. And there's something to be said for that, especially if they can pivot back and forth. But I can't think of a show in the last, I don't know, five, maybe even 10 years now that is local that actually focuses on local issues. I mean, we're just north of the Metroplex. I mean, we're huge market. You would think there would be plenty of stuff to talk about that goes on in Dallas-Fort Worth. But even to a lesser extent, and something that maybe we need to consider is Collin County now has a million people. And certainly there's things that are going on in Collin County that merit their own discussion. They merit their own attention. They are worthy of being covered, whatever those issues may be, because they change from time to time. Yet, I don't think that we really see that we're getting good coverage from any of the local stations. I'm not sure why that is, but perhaps if we start shining the light on some of these issues, some of the uh, big powerhouses will get involved in the situation. They'll feel the need to cover them because... We're doing it by word of mouth. We're helping them out, if you will. And I've always been cautious. As much as this show is my show, and it's what I want to talk about, what I think, and quite frankly, it is according to me, right? I've talked about that many, many times. But the idea is, is this show is nothing without feedback. This is not, the show will accomplish nothing if we don't have listeners, if we don't have people that are at least interested in what's going on and partaking, you know, on occasion, and I've run across people that are aware of what I'm doing and, and they kind of get a kick out of it. You know, they, they'll either have something fun to say, or just tell me they appreciate what I'm doing, but I mean, it's not real common. I'm not looking for a pat on the back, but it's fun. I mean, I, I'd be lying to you if I told you it wasn't fun to get called out every now and again, for good or for bad. I mean, it means that we're making an impact. It means that somebody else is listening, that there is something to be gained by the work that we're putting in here. And when I say we, I'm saying it in the royal we. This is something that I am doing, but the fact that I'm doing it means nothing unless you, the listeners, are out there. That you, the listeners, take the time out of your schedule to tune in, to listen. And I've asked for, you know, likes, shares, comments. I've got some likes. I've got, I've got the shares for sure. And I got a couple of comments here and there. I mean, I'd really like to see more of those, you know, or even rate the show, right? Uh, I can stand for a little constructive criticism. I'm a big boy. The idea is, is that... The show gets better with the more input that we have in it. The reach grows and affects what's going on around us. And if we want to make an impact in just our little spot in the pond, right? If you think of Texas being a pond and um, Dallas-Fort Worth perhaps being a little inlet on the pond and McKinney is a, a lily pad, if you will, in this pond. We want to make some waves. want to cast a stone on top of that lily pad or next to the lily pad. We want some other people around us to be paying attention to what we're doing. It's really easy to dismiss 
groups of people that show up to meetings when it's the same five or 10 people. Now, fortunately, that isn't always the case. That isn't what's happening. But if you don't know, and you're only hearing one side of the story, you only assume, well, it's, you know, those same two or three rabble rousers or, you know, it's that little click of troublemakers or, or whatever dismissive words might be used to describe people that care about what's going on in their community. It's not doing anybody any favors if you allow only one side of the story to get out. So the goal or my goal is to try and remain as objective as possible when I'm talking about something that's happened, whether I've observed it firsthand, I've gotten a direct report from somebody else that was there, or even if I've heard about it second or third hand, I will repeat it as such because I think it's valuable and it's important to know what's going on. But as soon as I accomplish that, that's where my commentary comes in. That's where, you know, I've been involved for over a decade in Collin County and McKinney. Uh, I've been in the city of McKinney since I moved to Texas over 25 years ago. I've raised two children here. I've had multiple jobs here in the city or, or the county. And I've been as involved as I can be with the community that I was in, whether it was the, the school that my girls went to, whether it was the church that I was at, whether it was you know, a different community action that I was involved with, whether I was serving on one of the park boards that I served on, a certain amount of interest and involvement. It's an investment of time and energy and interest. And sometimes you're successful and sometimes you're less than successful, but that every little bit of impact that you make does make a difference. It does change the outcome of what's going on. And I know that we hear all the time that you need to be involved. You need to do this. You need to do that. And that's true. But if you're not given an opportunity to serve or to be involved, and then that same person or same group of people say to you, well, you're not doing anything. You're not involved. Why do we care what you think? Well, yeah, that's, that's true because you're preventing these people from being involved and serving. So it's very disingenuous, it's very one-sided, and it's not truthful. So as we look past that, right, try and go to the objective view on that. And once, once you've accomplished that, once I feel comfortable that I've told the story or I've explained the situation the best that I can, then I feel comfortable to comment when necessary. And it's not always necessary. Sometimes just having both sides of the story is more than adequate for the average intelligent listener to figure out what's going on for themselves. We don't have to drift into name calling or dismissive language. We're all adults. Well, not all of us, but (laughs) I mean, it's, it's not that hard. To treat your fellow man with a little respect. It's it's not that hard to be gracious, to be kind. It's a challenge when dealing with specific issues or specific individuals from time to time. But by and large, we have a good message. We know what we believe and we ought to be able to communicate it to those around us. And I don't think anybody automatically hates what we have to say. 
unless they've only heard half the story, unless they only know part of what's going on and they believe the lie. And you say, well, what's the lie? What do they believe? It really doesn't matter, right? It's just a, it's a, a reoccurring situation that we see played out in the world around us, whether it's social media that, you know, gets you in a feedback loop or purposely boosts some things and cancels other things, whether it's our own government that gets involved in things that it ought not be involved with in the first place, violating the restrictions of the constitutional government framework that we have because they have a vested interest in the outcome of something. This is doing nobody any good long-term, but if we pretend it's not happening or if we call them names, conspiracy theorists, denier, whatever, we have to be willing to accept the idea that not everybody's going to agree with everything all the time. And part of that means that we have to listen to the other side. Now, this whole time you're thinking to yourself, well, he's just beating up on the left. He, he's just he's just pounding on the, the liberals, right? Well, yeah, maybe. But our own side, right? The people right us center, we're guilty of this too. We're, and when I say we, I, I'm going to exclude myself or exclude myself on a lot of this because I try really hard to avoid getting caught up in the cult of personality. I landed myself being drawn to change my opinion because of a personality. But I've watched it play out many, many times. The exact same thing that was lambasted gets rebadged and put out by somebody that's quote unquote on our team. And now suddenly it's okay. Now suddenly we support it. Now suddenly it's a good idea. How did that happen? Well, you know, they just played left versus right. Red versus blue. And we're supposed to just not notice that it occurred. But but it does all the time. We have to pay attention. So I'm excited. I know that this next year, there are going to be a lot of opportunities. We're, we're going to be building. We're going to be working. Um, I'd like to say, well, I've got a brand now and I'm special, but that's not really it. It's the message is getting out. People are hearing what I'm talking about, which largely reflects what you, my friends, my people are talking about. We have to be able to communicate in such a way that we explain the situation, acknowledge that there's probably more than two points of view to it, and then talk about what a probable solution or a probable outcome could be and not immediately dismiss out of hand a solution because we don't like the person that's offering the solution. That's a dangerous situation to put yourself in. I mean, if we were to automatically dismiss everything because somebody with a D behind their name gave it, where would we be today? I mean, what is the likelihood that somebody out there voted for somebody that we don't support or don't like that actually was a borderline genius or was a certifiable genius and they came up with a great solution to a problem that's been vexing humankind for decades or millennia and, well, we're just going to dismiss that. But on the flip side, we can't be 
fighting to defend and push back and ignore problems just because this person's on our team or just because we like this person. We have to be honest with ourselves. And that's hard. It's it's hard because we see all the obvious exploitation done by those on the left. We see all the obvious double standards by those on the left. We see all the issues that, quite frankly, we're losing on because we don't do a good job of you know, getting the truth out. But we're guilty of many of the same things. And the question is, how do we move beyond that? And that's one of the things I'm going to focus on. That's so I, uh, I'm wrapping up a book, uh, that I had started, um, on the constitution. I read a few fun novels the last couple of weeks, just enjoying some downtime, a little mental recovery, if you will. So we're we're going to return to the format, right? So Mondays we're going to try and focus on McKinney local issues, whether it's school board, city council, or even just um, basic stuff, right? Um, we're gonna we're gonna try and keep this devoid or avoiding just beating up on the same things time and time again. Tuesdays we're gonna talk about Texas. And most specifically, text it, right? Um, I don't know that I'm going to go every other week. I don't know that I'm going to go every week. It's going to be just how motivated I am that particular week. If there's Texas news, then there's Texas Tuesday. If it's something that's uh, important to text it, it will be Texas Tuesday. I am not afraid of that. I think it's a great thing. We need to keep talking about it. It's an issue that's not going to go away, and it's only gaining steam. Wednesdays, I think we're going to stick with the book review. Um, I've got more than enough books that I've read or I'm in the process of reading that I I can keep doing reviews for at least another year or two. And and it's less about nitpicking what the author wrote or critiquing the way they wrote or how they wrote it, I should say. In other words, I'm not so much cared about style. I want to talk about the substance and what the general outcome is. And then Thursdays, I want to start talking a little bit more about truth. And I'm going to start taking, I guess, issues or principles and breaking them down and then interrelating them to previous things I've talked about or things to come up in the future. And then Fridays... You know, I like to have, you know, the 5.5 for Friday or free for all Friday, but I want to be a little more solution orientated. So what I'm going to try and do is every Friday propose a solution to something or a proposal for a solution, if you will, because sometimes you have no guarantee that something's going to work unless you actually, in fact, try it. But if you're not going to speak what the probable solution is, you can never try it. We'll see what happens with that. I I, I think it'll be interesting. And uh, that's the proposed schedule for the uh, next year. Uh, so five episodes a week. And I think if I have to miss... I'll stick with the schedule and it's just going to be miss that. Now the Friday show 
is going to probably pivot. Like I said, I'm going to pick up a, uh, a co-host or a guest on Fridays, I think. But it's going to probably take me a good mm, four or five weeks before I'm ready to do that. And we're, we're going to look at issues, but talk about solutions or possible solutions. And, and that's why I bring that up. Uh, uh, before we get to that point, I'm going to try and practice that. And then when we get the uh, co-host in, we'll be ready to roll. So I hope that the the new mic sounds better. <laughs> I, I hope that uh, my voice hasn't been terrible. I, I've had a... Uh, you know, long uh, New Year's weekend, a little uh, excitement, a little fun. Didn't get a whole lot of rest on the voice, but we're here. We're going to keep going. We've got work to do. Uh, this is, I guess, a special episode. It'll come out uh, tonight on uh, January 1st, but I imagine the good majority of you folks won't see this until Monday the second. And coincidentally, that is the day that is observed by all of us worker bees for the holiday and we will get the day off. So until tomorrow, I will see you on the other side.